25. Tossed away. He's in. What a comeback. Welcome to another episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. So we just finished a shit kicking of the Giants this weekend. And yes, more we importantly, we finished Corey, Corey's wedding where he, uh, he crushed it. Great, great job. Congratulations. We were all there for your rehearsal dinner, which was a good yeah. time. Yeah. Nick was someone's special date. Yeah, that, I was, uh, it was a surprise appearance by Nick. I tried to leave him off the guest list. I uh, tried to keep him away from the event as much as I could. Understandably. Um, it's but, you know, he drew the ire. Uh, well, not ire, but he, he was irresistible to uh, our friend Clint. And uh, Clint brought Nick as a date to my rehearsal dinner, which, you know what, at the end, that was nice. But no, it was a, it was a great weekend. Happily married now for all of, uh, well, I guess, like 48 hours <laughs> as we sit here recording this. And uh, now it's a great weekend. For, for all the single women listening to the pod, you Sorry. missed your chance. Too late. That ship has sailed. Sorry, ladies. Yeah, but uh, no, hey, got married and the Saints won in the same weekend. So no complaints there. Yeah. And I, I think we need to give a special shout out to Nick for his and Clint for the eighth grade dance attire that they had. That was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Navy blazer, white shirt, khaki pants. We brought it. Y'all, yeah. y'all killed it. My, my mom called me today and she's <laughs> like, oh, the pictures look great from this weekend. You know, everything looked beautiful. What were Nick and Clint wearing? I said, well, they got a little confused. You know, they took it back to uh, 1992. It was strategic. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was strategic for Nick. He thought it was funny. I think for Clint, it was just... Uh, Clint was probably going to wear that anyway. He was going to wear it anyway, um, I think. Or something close. I mean, not... Look, it took not, me an hour and a half to find some... Not knocking Clint's <laughs> style, per se, but, you know, he, he... Yeah. The undershirt was a choice. Also, Corey advanced well, in crew the neck fantasy playoffs this choice. Yes, I did advance. Uh, ass drubbing of... Uh, the. How do you say his team name again? Botted, botted Steva? The bot... The Bodhisattva? That's Bodhisattva. Uh, from, yeah, yeah, because I don't know the reference. Point Break. Yeah, I don't know the reference. I just played a... Look, team show, up, team show up against uh, Two Dogs, One Chub in fantasy, and then teams get beat by Two Dogs, One Chub. Yeah, it's, and uh, we'll give Todd a little shout-out for that. His <laughs> team just got ravaged by injuries. It looked like the 21-22 uh, Saints. He, he wasn't wrong when he was like, is this really a lineup I'm putting in a fantasy football playoff? It's pretty bad. Um, and I lucked out. I mean, Tyson Chandler, was it Ty, Ty Chandler, whatever, he had 20 points. He got to start. Uh, he got yeah. to start. Got all you the know, carries this Picked week. him up because Nick Chubb has been on my IR all year, but – but I digress. Uh, it was a good weekend. I got to thank the most important person of the weekend, my wife. There Lizzie. you go. Uh, she thought you were going to tie Chandler there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, a fantasy football thing to say, wouldn't it? But uh, no, it was it was great. So uh, yeah, no, it was a great weekend all around. Saints won. Um, they inspired a little bit of confidence in in the whole city. I think you know yeah. some people who have been out maybe creeping back in a little bit. You know, I, I found myself. I was talking to uh, Alex about it earlier. I was like, you know. If they play like that, she's like, wait a minute, yep. wait a minute. That's I how said, it ah. always starts. I'm like, it's starting, it's starting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, we're making the playoffs. I was going to say, so let's get into... Let's, let's get into it. So okay. before we dive into, I guess, reviewing the game, I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, big I'm picture. convinced we're making the playoffs. I was going to say, there's two wow. ways There's That's two ways turnaround. to talk about, you know, to review what happened on Sunday. There's the talk about the game, because the game had a lot of things to talk about itself, but then there's the big picture. So yeah, it sounds yeah. like you want to get into... 
conclusion type things first. Well, uh, let me say this. You I, yelled at me two weeks ago. Come out. I'm not changing my, my stance <laughs> on the predictions. So oh, I, I am predicting. Yeah, you, this is stepping on predictions in the next episode. Yeah. I will still be picking the Rams to win for two yeah. reasons. One, I, I do think DA, I don't, we're not there to where I can believe in him yet. And B, it seems to be a good luck charm for the Saints when I pick against them. So we're going to go ahead and uh, keep this train going because, you know, at the end of the day, it's fun to go to playoff games. You can't say what the good luck charm is, though. You might might have to pick us to win now because you said it. Nah. You should consider it. I'll, I'll consider it. When, when we, we'll, we'll see how things go at the next episode. It's like a Seinfeld episode. It's, uh, you can't say the good luck charm out loud. Sorry, there's yeah. an impression I did it. That one wasn't bad. I have some good ones. That one was decent. I have some good ones. No, but it's, uh, you know, I'm still not in that, at that place where I can believe in a Dennis Allen-led team or a Derek Carr quarterback team. But I will go ahead and say Derek Carr was fantastic on Sunday. You know, it was, to me, it was the most complete performance of the season, offense and defense. Yeah, no question. Uh, the defense was fucking lights out. You know, that was just, it, it was like watching, they smothered the Giants offensive line. Yeah. And they harassed uh, DeVito the entire day. It was it was fun to watch, man. That was That's what we thought the defense would be after we watched week one and two. Yeah. And I know we're always hesitant to like jump into the intangibles, but, or the hard to quantify type things as, as, the astute podcasters that we are, but I've, I don't know. I, when I was watching the first quarter of the game, it was like, they looked like they were playing angry. Yeah. Like they looked like they were just more rough, more violent than, than games past. Obviously that start is I don't think night and day is even the best comparison to say that start. I, I would say night and day. No, night from, and day, but it needs to be more. Like it, yeah. I feel like night and day is an understatement compared to the the past few games how they've started. Well, but they, they it didn't just sabotage they, themselves right out of the gate for once. But it, it just but even but like, the defense came out like Corey said they were they angry. looked they, they looked, looked I know like they were playing harder. The, I mean, did y'all see that? I saw it. I saw it. Two I agree games completely. ago. You throw a pick on your own 20 right after giving up touchdown. Like, everything, we just, like, sent momentum. Yo, wait, but time out. You said after giving no, up I, a touchdown. No, so that's the right. big difference. I understand. it, And that's two different teams we're talking about who that, we were playing. Yeah. Context but as well. when, you know, you need a response and you drop a ball in the middle of the field and they immediately give the ball back after a long drive by the other team. Like, the complimentary football is what's been missing all year. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. When the defense needs to make the stop because the offense is screwing up, that's when the defense gives up the touchdown. Right. When the, you know, the defense just made a huge stop, gets you the ball back, we're going to get the lead, that's when the offense is three and out or a dumb turnover or Hurst punching the ball out of Carr's hands or Jawan dropping a ball. It's the complimentary football that has been missing to me. They both had big moments i think we should talk about kind of like where they're at on the season yeah i mean um, go for offense, it. what you got so the offense now is 13th in yards and 14th in points in the league real quick i like when nick says we got to talk about where they are you mean statistically right oh, yeah. I, I was like okay so what's your overall thoughts yeah. <laughs> well hopefully, hopefully he says what he said before we started recording and the, he kind of we get him on this part where he's about to tell me how good Derek carr is doing and I'm going to tell him Derek Carr is a still a mediocre nah, I, as fuck you be. I haven't changed my stance on Derek Carr for one second the whole year. Okay, he's, um, he's a midsize sedan. He's a he's a <laughs> he's a midsize sedan, like you said. That if you put everything perfect around him, can elevate to a better player. Yeah, like the check engine lights on, but he could probably make it to Florida. Right. If you don't do that, he will not elevate them. He needs to be elevated. Yeah. He is going to be in the middle of the road until you put the perfect situation around him. I thought we could do that. We have not done that. So. 
do I blame Carr? Carr's quarterback rating this year is higher than his career rating. His well, there's certain everything stats. is exactly where he's been his whole career, but somehow we think that he is more than he is. It's not. I think. No, no. I think we're done thinking he's more than he is. I think the we preseason expectation was that we we wanted so badly for him to be more than he is that we all bought into it. We all well, we wanted lightning to strike twice. Bought, like we bought, but they we bought the words they were saying. Situation. We bought the. The training camp stats that we all bemoaned so much. Real quick, you know, don't you think it's that I a little up? bit? There you go. Don't you think <laughs> it's a little ridiculous was, to think a guy ten years into his career is going to make a jump? I think well, it's more we have the team to put around him to make him a better player. Yeah, and that but that was the expectation going in. Yeah, you know, and that was the justification everybody had, or the, you know, when everybody wanted to become. Do you think we've done that? That that'd be my question. Do you think have we, we put people put him in a perfect situation? Call well, here's no, here, no, no, come on, come on, come on. On paper, on paper, on paper, and on paper, the wide receiver core is one of the best ones the Saints have had. When healthy, when, when healthy, the offensive Added line them. on paper, and you and I made this argument against him. We were wrong. When we, we, we were, were trying wrong. to compare them to the Super Bowl offensive line, right? Right. Now I will I say get why we said what we said, talented, but we haven't yeah, been talented. what we thought we were. Right. But my point is. We okay back in August, July, and August. If you would ask the same question, I would say yes. We absolutely have surrounded him with what he needs to be the best Derek Carr he can be. Now the reality is, in mid December, that is not true. That's not what happened. We were dead wrong. Right. The offensive line regressed at every position. And the wide receivers can't stay healthy and ha- honestly haven't performed well, as well as they should. That's have. why I haven't slammed Carr to the same degree as everyone else. I don't expect Carr to elevate a poor te- or a mid team. Yeah. I expect Carr to be able to manage an elite team. I thought we were an elite defense. I was wrong. We are. We're, we looked great this week. We looked pretty good last week. We're kind of Con- context though on both of those teams. Bad suck. teams, yeah. right? Um, we we're, but it's a good sign because it was dominant. Yeah. So that gives me some hope. They're yeah. back to six in the league in points allowed. So they're hanging in there, but they're not dominant this year. Right. They're yeah. against the run game. They've been terrible. So. I thought that's what we had as our core, and we were trying to score 22 to 24 points a game, and we would win a lot of games that way. So I wasn't counting on Carr going 5,040. I was counting on Carr going 3,800, 25 touchdowns, low interceptions, which he has done the low interceptions of QBs. Low touchdowns, too. Low touch, Very low touchdowns, but he hasn't turned it over. I think um, of quarterbacks that have played 13 or more games, so played the whole season— Next to Stroud, he's the second fewest interceptions. So he hasn't turned it over. But he, like to your credit, he has not elevated anything. Yeah. 16 touchdowns is not good enough. But I think if the offensive line, like they did this week, keeps him clean, I think he can do the job with this team. If they don't, he's he's not good enough to do yeah, that. To the, to the pressure thing, there, there are some podcasts out there that actually get their uh, recaps out before us. Football being one of them. Uh, they mentioned that he was only pressured, I believe it was once, the entire game. Yeah. And that's why so, the stats look like right. they did. And, right. and Carr, they ran, which is wild, they, given that Ramchek was out. Landon Young is, had a hell of a game. And and the fact that you didn't even hear Landon Young's name called because yeah. he's a, if he's if he's a, if he's blocking good, then it, it's tale to to Landon's. You know, it's like he's either blocking well, but his name gets called in the pre snap penalties, or 
he's not getting the penalties, but you're seeing guys fly right by him. Yeah. You know, and neither were the case. Um, that was well blocked in the run game. It was well blocked in the pass yeah, game. Yeah, Kamara four four yards carry. Look, over, yeah. overall, it was the best performance, offense and defense of the season. And like we said, it's a bad team, but they were on a three game win streak. The they defense had well. been playing very well. Mm-hmm. The defense, the offense was so so, but the defense was playing lights out the last few weeks against some, you know, decent teams. Mm-hmm. So I. That's what gives me a little bit of hope. They were playing very, very well, and we were able to do what we wanted. We didn't get out of our heads. We we played pretty conservative, in my opinion. Which is fine. Because we didn't have our top two receivers. I was totally good with the approach. It was great. We used Jimmy. We used Jawan. Jawan actually showed up for the first time this year, in my opinion. By that far, played, that by touchdown far, was amazing. Yeah, by far Beautiful. the best use of our tight ends all year. True. Not yeah. even close. Yeah. Not even close. I mean, because... Well, they had two touchdowns. The tight ends, and then when you... That's, it was, that's the whole season. It was the first time where... We saw a situation similar to what we we were hyping up before game one, where we were going through our roster and saying, damn, look at all these weapons. And it, there was a moment when it wasn't on Jimmy's touchdown, but there was a moment when Taysom Hill lined up like almost directly behind or one off of Jimmy Graham. And I'm like, that just looks so badass seeing Jimmy uh, on the line and seeing Taysom split off right behind him. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? You know, you can't you can't put two out of your three or maybe your only two linebackers on those dudes um and Taysom got a rest coming off the injury this week he I think yeah. he only had three Look, touches all the these game. yeah for this I think three or four weeks ago you would have said you know what do we need to see from the offense to to beat you know a Giants team with you know their their rankings are aren't good but uh with their personnel we would have and the way we were playing on offense we all would have said it's got to be a Taysom Hill game. I mean, three or four weeks ago, we were saying every game must be a Taysom Hill game if we're expecting to uh, have anything going on offense. So the fact that he was, you know, I don't want to call him a non-factor, but he was just, you know, in a reduced role or just didn't, you know, pan out. Maybe they overkeyed on him and the other guys, we took advantage of that. Um, but I'll say this, to follow up on Nick's point with with, with Carr and, uh, you know, and then my overall thoughts on, on the team after after yesterday – you know, it's like Carr has a lot of statistics where they're favorable to him, like you mentioned, where you can talk about his completion percentage, you can talk about passer rating, but there there's certain statistics that he probably ranks highly in but don't tell the whole story. Um, I think from the game part of it, you know, like this game specific, the game specific part of it, you know, we saw Carr for the first time uh, be decisive for the whole game, maybe save for a few plays that he kind of reverted, held onto it, got sacked or something. But that was so few and far between compared to past games. Uh, if you look at, you know, did he win the quarter, quarter by quarter? I think he won as a quarterback all four quarters. I don't think he had a, you know, the past few games, Carr has, could, could have said he's won quarters two and three or one quarter four, but failed quarter one. Overall, I think he gets a passing grade for all four quarters. So that that's one thing especially the you saw him go through all of his progressions not just two like Nick I think you said a few episodes ago he's a two-read quarterback he was doing more than two reads and it was obvious and that was great um but I think when we talk about the team as a whole and what this win like the feelings coming off this win in general it for me strikes the same feeling uh that I got for that first Jimmy Graham touchdown in the red zone uh what, three weeks ago where we were all like, oh, my God, like, yes, Jimmy, that's amazing. But also, 
what the fuck? Where was that all year? And it's well, like that. It's like my same feelings for that I had on that one play, but for the whole season. It's kind of like we all said we bemoaned Dennis Allen saying, "Got to get it together. We're going to keep working on it, uh, chopping, sawing wood," as Max likes to say. You know, but it's it's the same feeling as Jimmy Graham catching that first touchdown. Like the the where was that? Because it's so late in the year. Like we should have figured this out. I by get now. that. I get you that. Know? But we don't know what was going on either. No, we don't. Jimmy we don't. was sitting out practices sometimes. Then also, well, I, this you, isn't about Jimmy. This is more like my feeling on, no, the, on the team as a whole. And I, I totally. I, I well, the Jimmy thing's been brought up a lot. So I we talked about it in the pod. All three of us thought he would be a staple in the red zone. And then, you know, the more you think about it, okay, who comes off the field? Does Taysom come off the field? Does Mike Thomas come off the field? Well, Mike Thomas gets injured. All of a sudden, Jimmy's in on all these situations. So I I don't know what was going on. I I would love to know what those conversations were and and why Jimmy wasn't used more in the red zone. There's probably, if you're telling me, well, then Mike wouldn't get red zone snaps or so. Okay, maybe there's a reasonable explanation. I don't know. But you see what he's doing down there right now. It's absurd that he has four touchdowns on five throws, I think, this year to the end yeah. zone. It's yeah. 80%. It's fixed car in the red zone. He's got more touchdown catches than catches between the 20s. Right. You know, it's, yeah. Look at look at, look at at the Saints the last three weeks. Since Jimmy has been in there in the red zone, we're 90% in the red zone. We've gone from a team that could not score in nine the red of, zone. Nine of 10. We're nine of 10. Yeah. So, you know, it, I'm did saying, it take too long to find it? 100%. For because Jim, yeah. if this was there in the building, we should have found it. Because but, we were so unsuccessful, we should have been trying yeah. different things. But it's like my main point is is that it's just like for me it's the same feeling. Like I love that we saw a complete game out of this team. Like yes, we've been waiting for this for all year. I mean, we you could say the Patriots was a complete game, but everyone was like it was. that Colts oppo- was pretty that good. opponent was shit. Yeah. Um and they they still are. Uh yeah, the Colts might be the closest thing to the complete game cuz they showed to kind of get back into that AFC South picture as there was, the season there was solid went on. Team. Yeah. But this they was are. the I guess the most complete complimentary, certainly the best home game we've played all year. And and it just I'm just saying that the feelings were comparable. I'm kinda like, I love it. Uh I love seeing it. But at the same time I was kinda like God, why why do we have to wait this long to see it? You see, I'm gonna argue the Colts <laughs> the Colts win is the best win of the season because Still. It's, it's the best team we've beaten. They also went on a tear right after, and they we went beat on them. a tear right, right after, after we and beat we beat them, them yeah. in Indy. Yeah, yeah. so right. that to me is the most impressive game. You know, the Giants. Yeah, they had a good little three game stretch with uh, with Devito, but the reality is they still suck. They're not a good team. You know what I mean? But yeah. hey, look, I don't want to discredit what we did because right. we took care of business. We still did, we which is what to do. we don't normally do. Because right. I, I've comped. You didn't beat them. You dominated. Well, you dominated. Did. Now I've comped yeah. the DA era to the Jim Hazlitt era multiple times. And that is a classic game where, you know, Hazlitt and Dennis Allen would have normally lost. We dominated this team. It was, it was you know, I know it was a one, what was it, a seven to six lead, I think, at halftime. Yeah, but it we was, came right out. But we came right back out. And look, our, our point differential in the third quarter, like, we were, we're lights out in the third quarter. I couldn't believe it when they showed that, they flashed we're that stat on the, the screen. Best I in the not, league, I think, yeah. yeah. They showed the points allowed. All it's, year, it was like 25. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and then the offense well, scores. We've referenced that many, many yeah. times before, how DA makes the adjustments, but why Wait a minute, we, we make adjustments? in the beginning? But in the beginning... But we, according to DA, we do not. We don't make an don't, don't ask him that question. Yeah. He'll, he'll <laughs> yell at you. Even Max was saying, 
why can't he get it right in the beginning of the game when at halftime we come out and we're just dominating these teams defensively that yeah. ran yeah. up and down the field? Go back to the Colin Saunders. We didn't pre-plan well enough. It's like, you mean watch film? You didn't? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, no, but no, look, but even Colin Saunders looked fucking intense on the... on the. Uh, they, they all like, did. And look, I, I, the one thing I look, I was just looking it up. I'm one win away from winning my bet with Adam. Oh. Yeah, which is hilarious given that, you know, this team has been... He took seven. I took eight or more. Wins? Yeah, wins. Yeah. So I just need one more, which will be Figure double well, double dinners he owes me. I wouldn't, like, given the year we've had, and, and I'm glad you said that. It's a good segue into the consistency factor. You know I'm bringing it up. It just, they're they're going to make the playoffs, dude. I'm, I'm well, telling you. They're just, so, so here but, we, but we're, we're in the wild card spot listen, right now. We're yeah. tied for the wild card spot with the Rams who we play this week. So real According quick, to ESPN, we're... The Rams currently have the tiebreaker over us because we play each other, so we settle. We play each other, so it settles. But no, my point is, it's yet another point in the year, and maybe this is the point where we can buck the trend. Just like this past game, we bucked the trend of what I said before of playing exactly to the level of our opponent. We did not do that on Sunday, which was refreshing as hell to see. So maybe, just maybe, this is a point in the year where we can see us take a good performance, good complementary performance, and and just very simply. Do it again. I'm going to be honest Just with you. Do if it they again. make the playoffs, in my opinion, they've earned it. Because you've got a wild card team. And I need the to see two them. Di- and the two division foes. If you come out of that on top and in the playoffs, you earned it. Out of three games left, I need to see at least one more that looks like it did yesterday to say we've, like... That by, doesn't mean they're going earn, anywhere. Earn I'm it as saying, in, like... I'm just saying like, they earned if the you, spot. If earning it means, like, played well enough, looked like a playoff team from start to finish of the year, or have put together enough good performances to be a playoff team... I need to see one more performance like we saw yesterday before I say they earned it. Now, if they back in, look, like we said before, we'll take it. It gets us in the tournament. You're going to have it to gives win us, two out of three. It gives us a, a, an I opportunity you, to be irrational and say, hey, we could maybe if we beat this team. We get I'm this. saying if you beat two out of these three, these these are all in contention. Oh, two out of the three, you've earned it, yeah. You have to, you're going to have to win two out of these three to get in because somebody's going to win two out of the three. The Rams are going to basically take the wild card away from us if we lose. Yep, It's their spot. If we beat them, we essentially take that spot. Yeah, because um, the Vikings uh, are the only other contenders for that, and they and we would both they play the in. Lions twice. But we would both get in, I think, in that case. Yeah. So yeah. if we beat the Rams, Max is right. This is, and we'll talk about this next episode. But then you play Tampa and Atlanta. Everyone's contending. There's no BS game here. Everyone's trying. I know yeah. they're not all they're not great teams, but they are yeah. the NFL mid teams. This is what we're looking at. And Tampa's got us, the Jags. They got the Jags next week. Then Possibly us. minus Lawrence. And they have and the, the Panthers. Panthers left. So they got yeah, a layup fucking, left him. But. Of course, it's the game that Lawrence is, you know. Is he in protocol? Is that it? Yeah. Well, let me say this, though. It's, I, I know we've had the stance, or I've had the stance of, like, we're just going to get you to playoffs and just get demolished. But the reality is the NFC is so bad, aside from the 49ers. Like, right. I don't I trust don't the Cowboys. I don't think we get demolished. No, the 49ers would fucking Yeah, but destroy. you're not getting that in the first round. So That's my point, though. Yeah. The point I'm making is, literally, the any other matchup yeah. you're getting other than the 49ers who will have a bye, so you're not going to see them right, right away. Right. You've got a chance at winning if the team performs as they did on Sunday, where it's complimentary football, offense, and defense. Especially if at If they home. come out in the first quarter on the first drive and put their foot on the other team's throat like the defense did this week, yeah, you've got a chance. And if cars, this is all I wanted to see out of car this year was this. I know in the pre in the uh, season preview episode, you know, we were throwing around like stats and all that. This is all we need to see out of car. 
Yeah, two eighteen. Don't make a stupid pass. Make your good your good passes here and there. Play ball control. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, some people were saying it was his best game of the year, one hundred thirty four. It was his passer best game rating, of the and the Colts but, but game was really. Some, damn some people were throwing yeah, a, a comma but after the best game of the year conclusion, saying like comma but. You know, he did it against the Giants. and He didn't have a starting receiver. Coming in. So but that needs to stop. Yeah, there so, was no starting But receiver. here's the thing. You know, they're like, you know, you would think that a QB's best game would be one where he's passed for like 300, whatever, whatever. And that, I don't care. I don't care about that with Carr. You know, because 218, three touchdowns, no turnovers. That's exactly what Max said. That's what we did. And that's what we talked about before the season. That's why we were so high on him because we said, you know, he never really had this kind of. Uh, He's never had a defense. Supporting cast. Never. You know? So let's and go back so, to that, what, what Max said. I'm good with it. Yeah. How do we feel? Because I think all three of us, even in the beginning, I know maybe y'all got a little more negative than I did, but we all felt we had a great defense. Yeah. How do we feel today versus four weeks ago on the defense? Because if the defense is not this, I still don't think we have a chance. I think the defense has to be a game changer defense, not just a, you know, we'll hold them to 22 and we need you to go score three touchdowns. They, they need to show the ability to take away the other team's best player, which I think we said that earlier in the they year. They did too. it this week. And that's what they did with Saquon. You know, if they can just say, you're the best player, we're taking you away. Now, next week, we'll talk about preview, talk, preview pod, but uh, it does present a challenge. But yeah, I think. Yeah, they need to play like this. They need to be a forceful. They need to be a force. They need to be a force, not just a. So that's where I stand. I'm with yeah. Max in in that we have a chance to win if the defense is. They don't have to dominate like they that. Don't have to dominate. But they have to be yeah, it's not very be six very, points a game. Right. But yeah. They have to be very good, and the offensive line has to play just like this week. If they if the offensive line can't play like that, we don't have a chance. Carr has to be standing up to make a difference. When he has, when we protected him, the games have been good. When we didn't, they were very bad. Yeah, to answer your question, where we, where I feel this week as opposed to last week and the week before is I feel a lot better about the performance and the trajectory of the team. Yeah. Now, I don't trust them yet. No. I need to see it Thursday. I yep. need to see them on Thursday come out. The Rams don't run the ball much at all. Ooh, that's you know, not true. That's Kyron, not true. Kyron Williams. That's not true. They don't run it that much, though, man. When it's he's been in there, they run it a lot. Well, when he hasn't been in there, they've struggled. They're but not he, a traditional run They're not first a traditional. They're more team. of a passing team. It's been, but they're more of a pass to open up the run. Yeah. But when they do open up that run, I mean, because that's My thing is, tough. if you shut down their run, I don't think that's – you're not shutting them down. They have, but do you know he's averaging 95 a game? How many games? Kyron, 10. He's going to have a thousand yards. He's only played ten games. Yeah, the, the, they have run it very well with him. But you're right, without they're him, they're a pass first team, though, man. But he's he's been great too. But what, also, mean, there's another part of this that we said. Um, yeah, this is segue in, in into the preview, but we'll get there. But right, we can leave that for next week. Yeah. Yeah. But for next, my, week, my point was, I need week, to see the, it the again. QB, the QB no, no, no what, the yeah. thing is, I need to see it again yeah. this week because this isn't Tommy DeVito. This right. isn't Bryce Young. Right. This is Matt Stafford. The Georgia are great. As you talked about, yeah, he, he is. He Nick is. and I were texting offline about this, and I think it was after his game the great other day. Nick, Nick texted me that Stafford's in the Hall of Fame now. And then I went and looked at his numbers, and he's Jesus Christ, he's in the Hall of Fame. It's hard to so, argue. Yeah. My point is, this isn't DeVito, who's played three games, yeah. or four games, whatever it is. This is Stafford. Yeah. There are two stud receivers on that team. Right, right. Gerald, so, yeah, there's a, good, there's a good tight end, like, and then there's Sean McVay calling to play. So before we recap our predictions from last week, th- we haven't been able to been able to do this with the Saints game in a while. 
but we had enough really positive plays on offense and defense. Uh, what was y'all's favorite play of the game? Mm. Right? Well, I mean, usually that's that's easy to answer because it's only like one or two. To me, but. probably the uh, <laughs> Jawan Johnson one. Okay. All right. The No, uh, I loved it because, A, it looked exactly like you would draw it up, and it was executed flawlessly. Like, it, yeah. you, you could see it developing from the beginning, and yep. it just went It was a perfect play. It was perfect. You had Taysom, I'm gonna give that one did to you have Taysom streaking on the outside, and yep. Jawan was, it was in the perfect. seam? It was yeah. a great play. That that one I'm going to give to Carmichael. That was a perf- beautiful play. It 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 isolated both those guys yeah. one-on-one, and, and Jawan got inside leverage, and it was over. And it was a perfect throw. The one, I for me, because we just haven't seen it, was the Kirkwood touchdown because Carr got pressured, yep. stepped up, and he threaded the needle yep. over the line, right around two dudes with their hands up, yep. and like I mean that was that was a yeah. play that was extra. We haven't that seen that yet. Expect. No, yeah, we haven't. And you we haven't. you took that one from me, and I'll reiterate it because that was my favorite, um, because it was one of the examples of Carr making more than one read. Yep. I mean, good God, if Keith Kirkwood's your number two read on that play, then that's a bad play design, but. He Ugh. clearly Just seeing him on the field. Like me, <laughs> that's an old Peyton move, though. <laughs> but he clearly, yeah, clearly made more than one read. He uh, a couple of analysts say he even looked off the safety further to the left to open up the spot for Kirkwood, and then uh, and, and like Nick said, he stepped up in the pocket. You know, we we've seen Carr be so hesitant or just not do that at all. Yeah, the fact that he stepped up, he saw his guy, threw a laser in there. Really haven't seen that this year. Uh, maybe, but for maybe once or twice. So that was my favorite play. And, uh, and look, it's encouraging to be able to actually have a segment where we talk about a favorite play. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, I don't think we've been able to do this in a while. The A.T. Perry <laughs> that catch. That was refreshing. The A.T. Yeah. Perry catch that was not a touchdown where Carr just gave him a chance. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, was, long, that yeah. long. That was good. Uh, that was good. Um, Third and 18, I think. Lynn Bowden diving out full yeah. layout. Is for it the Bowden or Bowden? Bowden? They keep saying Bowden. I want to say Bowden. Phonetically, it, it looks like it has to be Bowden. I mean, but Bobby I, Bowden, I think we refer to they, as they the keep saying, Bowden. They keep saying Bowden. Where we were talking about earlier in the year, we weren't making those plays at the moment you need him where AT timeliness yep. re, right realizes that he doesn't have the first down then lowers his head and gets that yard yep. instead of doing yep. what Alave did falling down a yard short Bowden Bowden whatever we're going to call it that call play him Lin. call him Lynn <laughs> call him Lynn <laughs> car stepping up those were the plays we weren't making mm-hmm. yeah and all of a sudden we're starting to see more of them um, from everybody and then another which not- is perfect at this time of the year because yeah, right. this is where you want to see him click and then, you don't uh, want to see him start off and you remember this when we were kids it was the 5-0 and o start and yeah. then all of a sudden they're 5-5 five and five. Yeah. you know something yeah. like that another nod to timeliness defense 2 of 16 third down yeah and That's look I'm going to go ahead and say this crazy. before we dive into the, uh, the recap of the predictions but I want to go ahead and give myself a pat on the back for A.T. Perry when I was send, I sent that tweet out yep uh, on the third day of the draft, or the second day, or however many days there are now, and just talking about how I really liked this guy and I wanted to see us bring him in, and the fact that we got him so late was just awesome. I, mean, I yep. think it is his age. You know, Nick and I are real big on the the age of the players coming in, yeah, because obviously that's going to be a have a big impact on in their, development. It's a big on the development and also the Hall of Fame number possibilities. Of, number of starts in college. Too, yeah, now A.T. Perry, he's 24, which is just crazy to me. But, yeah, uh, Shahid was old too. But Shahid was old too. Uh, Shahid also, great game. Penning, Time, Penning's another catches. one. Penning's another one. He's already 25. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. And he still sucks. Damn it. Yeah, that. 
Yeah. That's going to be more of an off-season topic, but let's go ahead and dive into the recap. We, we want to give a shout-out to Penning, Nick. What you Penning, say? it was a real nice high-five. High-five. got up. Penning, and, great high-five. Yeah, good at high-fives. Found out he still suits up. And he's still on the field goal team, so that's I, good. I had no idea he was suited up for the game, I'll be honest. Congrats to him for still getting on the field. Landing the high-five on a guy who's a foot shorter than him. I mean, you can't... Right. Well, I'm going to give a shout-out to Groupie just, for that, uh, man. There's a, that, he gets the props on that. The shorter guy let's, probably let's is dive the high-five. Let's dive into the yeah, recap and yeah. see what we got. We're talking about key plays here. The high-five. Anyway, all right, so... We'll start with Nick. Uh, he was first on the list. He had the Saints winning 20-17. to 17. Uh, Offensive MVP was Taysom. That was wrong. That's a Ooh. no. Uh, Taysom did not have a TD. But anyway, defensive MVP for Nick, uh, Paulson Adebo, INT. He didn't get the, he didn't get the INT. He should have had one. He had a one good went game. Right through his hands. I mean, I think the DBs played well. I don't well, know. Well, about who are we giving? Are we going to go Granderson with the three? Not, not no, sorry. Well, passing you no with way. three sacks? No way. I think, gonna, I think we're going to land Mario. on No way. We're I agree. Gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to get there. Demario said. No, agree. Oh, okay, agree. go ahead. We're doing, uh, what are we doing first? We're going to pick the winners first? We're going to go through and say okay, who who landed any MVPs. Uh, uh, Corey, he had... Uh, You're referring to yourself <laughs> in the third person now. I was doing nice. that. Just, he I was, gets married and all of a sudden he's... It wasn't Mr. Corey. Wow. I was doing that just to, just to get <laughs> Mr. Corey. Your, I did that on purpose so. to see what your comment was going to be. Anyway, uh, so Corey had 17-14. Uh, <laughs> I... There we go. Picked the sign out. I got to, you know, got to... Deflate my head a little bit there. 17-14 Saints win. I had AK as the offensive MVP. I predicted two touchdowns from him. He didn't get that. He had a hundred dollar purpose. Um, and then defensive MVP, I was also a Debo. Uh, so we'll leave previous comments to that. Um, Max, uh, I I'm going up on you another game in the standings. Yeah. We're tied now. Tied We're tied. There we tied go. Up. Moving closer. That's there what I mean. I, I moved up again. Just, just um, let it be known that I'm proving a point so here. It stands eight and six for me. You six and eight. Usually, for both of you. you know, hedge whenever you like get into situations like this. Like if you lose in a bet or or, or not, this is a bet, but a no, contest. I just made it clear. You you've properly hedged. If you yourself. lose, you lose. You, we, we know. We know how it goes. Like it, it's your record good. is what you know, it is. Like right? You've justified it. So who do you pick? Anyway, who do you pick? You had the Saints losing seventeen to twenty. Uh, offensive MVP Max was also AK with two touchdowns, but Max's defensive MVP, and I think this might be where he landed. Uh, there's some argument, but I anyway his defensive MVP was Demario sack fumble. Uh, Whatever, got the it sack. was the correct pick. Groupie, thank God, did not miss as you predicted, but he didn't have a 29 yard field. There goal. was no pressure. There was no pressure today. kick. <laughs> thank no pressure thank kick. you, thank you. And he also kicked it from long that range. That is exactly what I told Alex. You know? She goes, oh, he's going to miss this. I said, no, he's going to nail no, he it. Nails the, and I said, the reason he's going to nail this is because we're up. And There's he's going to no stay pressure. on the team. And he'll stay on the team. If exactly. we could just like bring John Carney out from wherever he is for the late game 30-yard field goals, I'd be fine with the roster spot. Do not mention his name after the goddamn uh, the Jacksonville. so good. I still can't believe that. But that, that was a 20-yard. Right, we're going to leave that there. For me, since we're talking about those picks, for me, this wasn't close. The offensive MVP was Carr this week. The defensive MVP, Agree. there is a debate between Passignon with the three sacks, but DeMario set the tone yeah. in the first two drives. Yep. He, just, he had like eight tackles in the first quarter. And that's it's what I meant by like looking like they were coming out firing. He yeah. set the tone. Like team leader coming out, making yeah. the plays, and leading I, by I example. And I text you guys. I said he's all pro again this year. It's happening, it, there, which is he insane. already up to 100 tackles or close uh, to it he's oh yeah, yeah yeah he's got to be because i know i saw be. he was up to 65 solo let me see 102 it felt like he had 40 yeah. in the first half but that's not what's so impressive it's six and a half sacks yeah. until yeah. granderson got one later in the game he was he tied was the for the team lead yeah so yeah. It, and like, demaro could he's 
capable of finishing the, the season leading the team in sacks. That's an incredible stat line yeah. for, for well, a middle linebacker. And line that right. was one of the things when we first brought him in. And I remember the first season we brought him in. It was like he's a, a stout middle linebacker, big-bodied, like, range well, of motion. Able to rush the and, and he, But he was a pass rusher in, in New York, and, and we thought maybe we'd get that out of him. We, no that, one thought we were getting this out of him. He's over 40 career sacks now. Yeah. Like, that's legit from, from that position. From a middle linebacker yes. is impressive. There's yeah. one thing I want to point out, and this goes back to the Cade Nellis love of of Corey and Zach Bond and me and Max telling you what type of player Zach Bond was. Zach Bond changed the freaking game in the second half. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, Do you I've see the band on his pass rush? I didn't like him as a Sam. I've always said that. I didn't like him as a as But that's a, what we kept saying. He's not he's, a... He's a pass no, rushing... He's, that's a when, Sam, though. No, Sam doesn't have hand in the dirt. Like, when they put him... Well, Sam is the, the, the more the pass rusher out of the three linebackers. This, well, Mike Sam, is the middle. Sam is... Weak a, side is, a, is the more coverage. Well, Bond is built... Like we said, I don't know if Wisconsin ran the three four, but he's one he of the was smaller. A end. He was a defensive end, right? In he, he's built to line up on the line. Sam's, he's a classic. He's not Wisconsin. built for it. He weighs two hundred and twenty five. Well, I don't pounds mean physically Corey. built, but I mean he play, That's his. I'm gonna be honest. Expertise. With you. That's his. He's good at it. Yeah, we, can, but, we can put this fight to bed. We said. Yeah, we need a, we need a whole other episode. To talk playing about him in Caden's position made no sense. He's a different player. That's that's the right. only point. He's we not were a four three outside linebacker. He's a he's an edge. And, and we weren't and, putting him there. And but we're using him as... What he's showing you this game is he can be an edge in the NFL. Bringing him in Bringing on, him in yeah. a third down. Exactly. But take this, Cam out. That's what I... That, this is the right thing. Take Cam out. Right. This is what I wanted to say. And it, you it, can't... because Well, hold on. It hit me right when we were, we were going through the predictions. I'm like, wait a minute. We didn't touch on the fact that yeah. Cam was not in on right. most of the third downs. And it worked. And guess what? It is working. It's working. Because who, is, who has shown his face over the last couple of weeks? Zach Bond. Right. Who showed his face the other Passing day? On. Situational. Passing yeah, situational pass rushers. It's like um, Bond, it, if nothing else, Bond has juice. Like yes. he is explosive as fuck. This he is what he was supposed to like be. He looks more like a pass well, rusher than think, anyone on our roster. You that's see what he his, is. You see his body bend and get under that tackle. Yeah. He did it three times. Right. And I don't know if he even got credit for a sack, but he caused three sacks. Yeah. And, and the NFL guys, even He's on bad teams. He's a must-resign at this point. Yeah. I mean, even on bad teams, guys are so good to where you have to come up with different things to confuse them or to get to get stuff on them. And in this day and age, it's, it's either schemes or... Or confusion. So think about being an offensive tackle, even the best ones, where you're blocking a guy like Cam Jordan for two downs, three downs, depending on the situation, and you're going from like the 280 big guy who's just going to put his body into you to then the next play is a guy like Zach Bowen. Like you have you mentally and physically you have to adjust for that, and some of these guys clearly can't do it. It's worked for us, which is great. He was um, not credited with a sack, which is criminal. Because yeah. I'm telling you, two for sure should have been split sacks. Well, that's just like how Chris Olave still hasn't been credited with a drop. You know, it's yeah. like the stat guys this year have been missing it. But anyway. Well, look, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. But I will say, I do see Bond going on a run over the next couple of weeks. And I think he's going to earn himself a nice little and contract. We love to dog the coaching. Let's give him credit for benching Cam in those spots. Because that's a hard thing to do when you're talking about do, Cam. Yeah. He is a legend. It's despite Corey's opinion. He is a legend. And you can be a legend at number 11. They put time, passing right? on and bond in instead of Cam Jordan this week, yeah. and they found they something. They yeah. found something. Yep. All right, so with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Catch us in a few days. We'll go ahead and have the preview episode for the Rams game on Thursday Night Football. Who that? Boom. What a comeback.